What's up, y'all? Welcome to the SOS Podcast, and today we're talking basketball. I've been gone for about two months, been working on some other projects. I got a short film coming up, a webcomic I'm working on. I even grew the SOS team a little, so we're on the right track, and we got some big, big things coming in the near future. But for now, let's just talk basketball. The offseason's here, and I got some great ideas for these teams, man. Let's get right into it. So, I played a little NBA 2K, you know, my team, my GM. I'm basically a GM already, you know. I'm a basketball connoisseur. I know what I know, and I'm giving free advice to any NBA exec that listens to this podcast. If you don't, what can I say? You're missing out. So, basically, we're going to be playing a game today. We're going to pretend every single NBA team hit us up and we have one minute to pitch them our best idea and our best advice for them this offseason. I might have more to say about certain teams, less to say about other teams. Sometimes I might be super obvious, sometimes I might be more specific, but I will get the hang of it. Let's just do this shit. The Atlanta Hawks. At this point, Atlanta needs to make a decision. Either build around Trey Young or DeJounte Murray. Personally, I pick Trey, but at this point, it's not even about who's better. It's just the fact that I think the two of them just don't work together. Running a team with two ball dominant guards is just not it, you know? They got Kobe Bufkin in the draft, and they got a lot of trade assets to make a big blockbuster trade for either a really good big or small forward. I think they should really push to be contenders because right now they're just kind of middle of the pack, you know? I would say keep Trey, maybe trade DeJounte Murray and a couple of your younger guys and a couple of your picks and see if you could get a great duo for him. The Boston Celtics. So... The Porzingis trade was a huge blockbuster trade, and I actually think it was really good for them. As much as I love Robert Williams, his minutes are always limited and he can't space the floor. I think they needed someone like Porzingis for a while now. Um, Signing Jalen Brown to a Supermax is something I kind of predicted in my earlier podcast because, you know, he made All-NBA and he's definitely going to stay for the bag. Some might say, like, it's overpaid, but I think it's fine. You know, he had a really great season, and yeah, he didn't play that great in the last series, but I don't think it's worth as much of the hate that it's getting. I heard they're still looking for end-of-rotation players like Rudy Gay. I mean, they got Brissett and Banton, and, you know, they're really looking to replace their other role players that they got. Uh, I think they're doing a lot of things right, like finally resetting the point guard spot. Uh, I was not a big fan of Marcus Smart. I like Derek White and Brogdon as the two starting guards. Um, hopefully they can, you know, take turns being a playmaker at times. Uh, I just think for the Boston Celtics at this point, it's all about team chemistry and whether the coaching staff can push Jason Tatum to the next level. Because I personally believe he's still got a lot more in his bag that he hasn't really shown. And he still has a lot of potential. For sure they're contenders, if not the favorites coming out the East. The Brooklyn Nets. I think this season, the Brooklyn Nets should aim to get rid of the stigma that they're a cursed franchise. Time and time again, they tried for these blockbuster trades and they always failed. It must be hard to be a Nets fan if there's any left. Right now, they're a team full of some of the best role players in the league, to be honest. 
I feel like they should go all in on Mikel Bridges, try to make him a superstar, get him that all-star appearance, see what Ben Simmons is saying. Is he done? Is there still hope? Uh, reports said that he's in the best shape since Philly. See what Cam Thomas is saying, Cam Johnson is saying. They got some really good potential. I would personally say that even though they have a lot of assets right now, they should still wait a year or at least until the trade deadline and just see where they're at. Their goal this season should just be selling some tickets and maybe just aim for the eight seed. See, I think the Brooklyn Nets have a problem that not many other teams have. It's building trust within your fan base again. There's only a few teams that have this problem. And I think that they should really, really focus on that before doing anything else, especially within their team. The Charlotte Hornets. So now that Michael Jordan is gone and he sold his shares as owner, I feel like the franchise should look for a small little reset, you know? Just, it'll be nice, it'll be refreshing, and it'll introduce a new era for the Hornets. That's what they should really aim to show the NBA world, that this isn't the same Hornets, we're doing something new, we're going all in on our young guys, Brandon Miller, LaMelo, Miles Bridges, if he's still around. I feel like they should keep working on them, keep building around them, maybe get cooler jerseys, shave and change your logo a bit. Just get this nice new setting that we are the new Hornets and we're going to be coming in strong in the upcoming years, of course. The Chicago Bulls. My advice for the Bulls, blow it up. It's just not working. I don't know why, but it's not. You got these three amazing players. You got Vooch, DeRozan, Levine. But for some reason, they're just not clicking. I mean, they even have decent role players. Caruso, Beverly, Pat Will. Maybe they're like one Lonzo injury away from actually being contenders. Because I know Lonzo Ball was actually pretty good when he was playing with them. And they're in desperate need for some point guard play. Uh, what I remember from Chicago games, like especially recently, has been like iso ball with DeRozan or Levine, and they either get a bucket or they beat their defender and pass out to a shooter. You know, like very simple basketball. I've never seen like a proper point guard running everything in a long time on that team. Like on paper, their team just looks really good and strong, but I feel like until they either blow it up or make some big changes, they'll always just be middle of the pack. Uh, maybe they can still try with this roster, at least until the trade deadline, see how everything's going. And then if you feel like you're just going to be peaking at a first round exit again, you might as well just blow it up or try something new. The Cleveland Cavaliers. I personally think that this team is on track to greatness. I mean, the Yang signing was all right. He's not super great, but he can really heat up from three as a catch and shooter. Max Drews is also very similar, great catch-and-shoot guy, and this run that he had on the Miami Heat was so good for him. He can definitely be a great asset to any team. I think the Levert re-signing was also really good. He's pretty inconsistent since he got injured, but I haven't given up on him, and the Cavs haven't either. The starting lineup for the Cavs is actually so good. It's everything you need in a basketball team. You got a ball handling and pass for his point guard. You got a straight bucket in your shooting guard defensive-minded small forward, an all-around power forward, and a traditional rebounding big as your center. And especially if Evan Mobley and Darius Garland can make that jump to the next level, then they're going to be really scary and definitely be contenders. I feel like the Cavs should just hold out until the trade deadline to see where they are, and if they genuinely think they can contend for the chip, they just go 
all in on some key role players. The Dallas Mavericks. It's pretty crazy how similar Luka and Trey's careers really are. Um, the Dallas Mavericks are another team with two ball-dominant guards. I just think it's way too hard to win a chip that way. It's way too hard to get th these type of players to sync up. At least Kyrie's known to be a really great offensive player, uh, off-ball as well as on-ball. But I don't think it's enough. I mean, the coaching needs to be a little better. Luka Ball and Kyrie Isles are just not enough, man, to win a championship. At least they're trying to acquire Clint Capella, which is really, really good for them because they need defense and they need a defensive anchor. But I think it all comes down to Luka and how he can take it to the next level on both sides of the court. If he can play off-ball offense, if he can step up his defensive game, he it's all up to him to really make them into true contenders. The Denver Nuggets. My advice for Denver, keep as much as you can or improve. Jamal Murray and Jokic are probably one of the best duos in the game right now. KCP, MPJ, and Aaron Gordon are really decent starters too. They should just focus on the role players around them. They lost Bruce Brown, which is actually such a huge loss for them, I personally think. He led the league in scoring off the bench in the playoffs last season, so they're definitely going to feel that one. They should definitely chase after role players to build around their really, really great core. Um, they still have time to do that, luckily, because they have not only the offseason, but the first half of the next season, too. They haven't really made any huge noise right now, but I feel like we're going to see some things coming up for them, too. The Detroit Pistons. Detroit's another team filled with great young players. I kind of wish they went for Chris Paul. It would have been great to have an old head like that in your locker room, and he would have been an amazing mentor for Kate Cunningham. Uh, we all saw what happened to Shea after playing with CP3 for a year, right? I feel like, even though I just talked about mentors, they should still trade Boyan because I feel like they'll get a lot of great assets for him. They still have Monte Morris and Alec Burks as older people on the team to kind of guide the younger guys. Uh, as for the players themselves, they should definitely build around Kate Cunningham. I see a lot of potential in him and his game. He can score and he can pass really, really well, and he can play pretty good defense. For his age um i think they should just sit and assess they should let the players play it out and see which of their young guys they want to build around and which ones are going to be assets the golden state warriors i still think that the warriors can be contenders i don't think they're necessarily contenders right now chasing someone like rudy gay is definitely the right thing to do to have some defense and uh all-around player come off the end of your rotation i think for them to succeed chris paul will have to come off the bench and lead the second unit on nights he's hot he can obviously close the game um with their small ball lineup that they usually do there's there's a lot of factors surrounding their older core like dre's offense clay's consistency and steph's like kind of injury proneness hopefully they build up some good chemistry and i think for them at this point, they just got to play it out. Got to play it out and see where to go from there. The Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets are another great team. Signing Fred Van Vliet was an interesting decision. On one hand, it's good to have an old head in the locker room because you don't want the job thing to happen to any of your young players. But on the other hand, Van Vliet's going to be taking touches away from guys like Green, Jabari, and Porter. 
but I think it's fine. I think they should just keep doing what they're doing and just try to win more games this season. The Indiana Pacers. Indiana's definitely gone better with their offseason signings, but I don't know why they would do that. Uh, the problem with the Pacers is they never fully commit. They always just aim to be middle of the pack. I guess making the playoffs is like a win for them, so they might as well go for it. They've never really been able to fully commit to a rebuild. They've never fully committed to being contenders. You know, that's how it's just been going, the post-Paul George era. I, hey man, if they're happy with being first round exits every year, sound them. The Los Angeles Clippers. So they got Westbrook for such an underpaid contract. That is huge for them. But overall, this Kawhi, PG era, it's just been a flop, to be honest. For them to really do good, it would just be like Kawhi needs to play more this season. PG doesn't need to get injured. They they just really got to play together, which is something they've barely done. It's as simple as that. I know they're chasing Harden, though. If they somehow manage to get Harden, I think they'd instantly become favorites in the West. But as of right now, their goal should just be to keep their main guys healthy. The Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers are on the verge to success. I think AD just needs to step up and become the demon he truly is. He's so capable of winning MVP. Don't sleep on him. Their young players and role players are getting better and better. You know, Rui, Reeves, Lonnie Walker. They even got Gabe Vincent now. I think they definitely, definitely have some huge potential. What they still need is a proper center. Uh, they have Prince and they got Cam Reddish as well. Uh, but they're more power forwards in center. I'm not the biggest fan of AD playing the center. I think AD should just play power forward and they should get a traditional big. I feel like they should play out until halfway point in the season, the trade deadline, and really, really try to get that big they need. The Memphis Grizzlies. So there's some big locker room issues to address, obviously. Uh, hopefully their morale's okay. Maybe Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose can give that old head, you know, advice to the younger players. Job basically loses a year of his prime and an all-star appearance that would have go- went down on his resume. I think Triple J or Desmond Bain probably need to step up, you know, at least until Ja comes back. And they should just aim to make the playoffs. But I think they're far from being contenders at this point. The Miami Heat. So Miami, I think, went the opposite direction right now. Like they lost a lot of their role players, specifically Gabe Vincent and Max Struess. I think that's just crazy because they're a huge part of their run last year. I guess getting Dame's like their top priority and they're saving up for him. But, you know, it is the right idea, but they're going to lose even more role players. And, you know, come playoff time, that makes a huge difference. But I can't say that what they're doing is wrong. They're going to get Dame. Dame's going to be able to make some noise. Uh, Maybe chase Dame right now and then come trade deadline, you know, then worry about the role players and the key pieces that are missing. The Milwaukee Bucks. I feel like the Bucks have been really quiet this offseason. The only thing they've done is re-sign Thanasis. Uh, they probably need to get rid of Middleton. Maybe look for some one or two players that can play more off-ball. Their role players are okay, but they could definitely be better. I don't know. This is a hard team to talk about because I think their roster already peaked back when they beat the Suns. They, they just need to make some changes because 
shit's just not working. The Minnesota Timberwolves. So I'm sorry. I know Cat believes in it. The organization believes in it. And maybe their fans believe in it. But this two-centered thing, this twin tower thing is not working. I think they should trade Gobert for a nice forward or maybe even a new point guard because, you know, Mike Conley's already 35. And just keep building around Anthony Edwards as your main guy because he continues to get better and better every season. So at least they're safe over there. That's literally all I can say. The rest is up to them. The New Orleans Pelicans. This is all about Zion here. They got everything down. It's really just up to Zion. Can he avoid the drama on court and off court? Um, He just has to deal with it. They're still like a piece or two away from being true contenders. But for now, they should just focus on Zion and whether he's going to play or not. And if honestly, if he doesn't play, they should just try to trade him and get the most value from him because he is a beast when he plays and I'm sure any team would love to have him. But they need to make a decision with him and they need to make a decision with him quick while his trade stock's still high. The New York Knicks. Honestly, the Knicks are not as bad of a team as they once were. They're still some pieces away from being a contender. They should look to trade Mitchell Robinson, but he is a bit overpaid, so it'll be hard to find a destination for him. I think Jalen Brunson's a straight demon. I think Julius Randle's pretty decent too, but those two are definitely not enough. They need another good shooting guard, small forward type player, and definitely a playable center, uh, not to mention the role players. The role players are actually pretty decent on the Knicks, uh, but I'm talking about like starting role players. So hopefully that works out for the Knicks. The Oklahoma City Thunder. So out of all the really young teams, this team's probably the best and by far the most fun to watch. Shea is just majestic in the way he plays the game. He can create shots for himself and hit these tough mid-ranges. Chet's back too, which is really good. And all the young guys, Giddy, Dort, they all just keep getting better and better. I mean, both Jalen Williams are nice. Um, This isn't even including the amount of assets that the team has, like the trade picks and stuff. I think the OKC Thunder should just keep doing what they're doing and aim for the playoffs this year because last year they're so close. I just hope that they don't choke in these upcoming years because they have a lot to work with. And before they even had KD, Harden, and Westbrook, and Ibaka, like that team was nasty, but they did kind of choke that. And hopefully they don't do it again because I think the Oklahoma City Thunder has the highest potential in the NBA right now. The Orlando Magic. Please, please keep building around Paolo. Somehow he's underrated. I don't think people realize just how good of a rookie season Paolo had. He was playing so comfortably and was just unfazed by any opponent in his way. He's out here looking like a second or third year player in the league. There's other guys like Faltz who is finally getting better. The young core is getting good. Just please play around Paolo and get him into his prime. He's going to give you an amazing playoff run, a Shaq-type, Dwight Howard-type run in the upcoming years. I'm telling you, Paolo is a god in the making. The Philadelphia 76ers. I'm not going to lie. These guys are in a really, really tough spot. If they lose Harden, they're cooked. The process failed. I know this sounds tough and your fans might hate you, 
But if you lose Harden, you might have to blow the whole thing up and try to get Embiid for some really, really good assets. Um, as much as I love Embiid, you know, he can't really carry a team during a playoff run. And at this point, there's not many big offseason names available. Maybe Dame, but like who really knows? Embiid alone in Philly sounds like a really great stat season, but it's probably not going to go anywhere. They also lost some huge role players already too, and they're getting a new coach, you know? That franchise is on the verge of shambles right now. The Phoenix Suns. I still can't believe the Phoenix Suns got Bradley Beal. They have a pretty deadly core now with Beal, Booker, and Durant. Uh, I do feel like Beal and Booker, since they're both shooting guards, they got to take turns playing the point. And for them to succeed, you know, one of them has to take the back seat every now and then and be a playmaker first. Aiden obviously needs to step it up and actually give a shit. Imagine how good of a player he'd be if he was actually competitive. Uh, they got some decent role players, but I still feel like they're really feeling the loss of Bridges and Cam. Um, I think they should just play it out, work on team chemistry, and if they could maybe get some solid role players during the season, just go for it. The Portland Trailblazers. Thank the Lord they finally decided to blow it up. They should have done this a couple years ago. They've just been wasting time, my time, your time, their time, Dame's prime. Still, they're on the right track. They should grab the most they can for Dame, play it out, get a good pick in the draft, and just assess their situation. I feel like they should be really happy right now with what they have. They got Scoot Henderson, who he's just looking like he's about to be an all-star player in the next few years, and... They, they have some potential. Let's see what they get for Dame. The Sacramento Kings. So they're the first young roster to finally grow up. So they're not so young anymore. And they're on the verge of coming up. Fox has proved himself to be a leader and one of the best players in the NBA. You got Sabonis, who led the league in rebounds. You know, even though he didn't perform that great during the playoffs, still great potential there. Their role players are decent, but not great. Hopefully some of their younger guys step up and fill that role. But if not, then they can still trade for one or two pieces. And they're really just a couple of steps away from being a true contender. The San Antonio Spurs. Not much to say about them. They won the lottery. They got Victor Weminyama. Develop him. Develop the guys next to him. Sochan, all of them. Sell tickets. Make people come see them, assess, 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 and see where you are next season. The Toronto Raptors. It's finally time to talk about the dreaded home team. So we've definitely made some fumbles in the past, like recently, the past few years on who to trade, who to keep, but it is what it is. I still believe in our young core. I still believe in Scotty. I think he's going to be amazing, but it might be time to trade Siakam away, you know, really try to build for the future. I think it's a win-win situation because he's not going to win here and we're definitely not going to win anytime soon with or without him. So that way, you know, we can get some great assets for him and he can go to contender and spend his time there. I just really wish that we pushed for Scoot Henderson. I said in my last podcast too, I really, really want us to go for that number three pick. But it is what it is. We picked Grady Dick, and he honestly seems pretty good, and I definitely see the potential in him. I did not know who he was before we picked him, but he he seems pretty decent in summer league at least. So we'll just go all in on the rebuilding, and hopefully we can stick to that. 
It's fine, guys. I'm okay. We're gonna be okay, guys. The Utah Jazz. So they got some guys in their mid twenties. Um, they're pretty decent. Lloyd Markkinen's really nice, and he's been getting better. Walker Kessler's improving by the minute. John Collins is a pretty interesting addition. The future's looking pretty good for them. I think the best thing they can do would just aim to try to really make the playoffs this year and then reassess next year, see if they have a future to be a contender, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're missing key pieces. Maybe they want to blow it up again. The Utah Jazz really has a lot of options. So that does make them a strong team, even though those options won't really come into fruition until a couple years down the road. The Washington Wizards. Now, I can go on about the Wizards, you know, make fun of them, call them a poverty franchise, but I'm not going to do that. Honestly, Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole, that sounds like fun basketball to watch. You know, it's clear that they're going younger now. Um, they're probably not going to make the playoffs, but it's a really good season to develop these two players and all the young guys around them. They definitely need to make some changes next year, but I think for now that they should just play it out. This doesn't seem like a terrible roster. They're going to be bottom tier, yeah, but they should they should play it out. They There's some potential lying in there. And that's going to do it for me. I gave my advice, gave my little tidbit, you know, talked about everything from my opinion. You might not agree with it, and you're wrong if you don't agree with it. Just kidding. Please love me. Um, but on a real note, it's going to be a great season that's coming, man. I'm pretty excited. No idea who's the running favorites right now, but we'll see. You know, we'll make some predictions soon, too. And not just basketball stuff. We got anime stuff coming out. We got movie stuff coming out, video game stuff coming out, and even beyond the podcast. Now the SOS team's a little bigger, so we got a short film coming out soon. And not just that, this webcomic I've been working on for like five, six months, that's on the verge too. We got some big, big things coming out soon, so stay tuned to SOS, man. But until then, I'm Abedinga, and I'll catch y'all later.